Thanks for joining me on episode 1107 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. I'm Ryan England with Core Matters and the Blue Collar Culture Podcast. I challenge you to invest in yourself, invest in others, develop your influence, and impact the world by using your time, your talent, and your treasures to live out your calling. Having the ability to grow yourself and your business is key. And one way to be inspired to do that is to listen to this, the Inspired Stewardship podcast with my friend, Scott Mader. And when God's calling on me to wait and be quiet and let something happen, or when God's letting me know that maybe something needs to be torn down or let go of or allow something that maybe I really care about, something that's really important to me, and it's time to let it die. Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. In today's Spiritual Foundation episode about developing your influence, I talk with you about 10 reasons we don't trust in God. I talk about what trusting in God really means, and I also talk about why trusting in God always requires action, even if that action is actually non-action. Trusting in God is one of those topics that is talked about a lot in Christian circles. I've been working to get ready for being the lay director of an event called A Walk to Emmaus coming up soon, and it's been a struggle. We actually started this process before COVID, and with COVID and the pandemic and everything that's been going on, it has been a true struggle to try to bring this walk together. And throughout it, people have constantly talked about needing to trust in God throughout the event. God will take care of it. And I had to think about why do I, and and I think so many others, resist the very thing, this idea of letting go of control and trusting in God, and why do we sometimes maybe misunderstand what that actually really means? So I brainstormed and I came up with 10 reasons, and I'll go through those real quick. The first is fear, and I think that's probably one of the, if not the biggest, and it lays at the root of some of the others that I'll be talking about, but over and over in Scripture, it says, do not fear. And I think that's because when we approach this idea of letting go of control and having faith in God, it is a fearful event for a number of reasons. Two, we worry that things will fall apart, that the stuff around us will fall apart. And sometimes it does fall apart when we trust in God, and we actually have to trust that maybe it was okay that fell apart. Our agenda and our plans can fall apart without God's plans falling apart, but it doesn't feel that way. And the third one is related to that. We worry that we will fall apart. And I will tell you, truthfully, I have worried about this, and I do fall apart oftentimes when I 
let go and trust in God. But often I fall apart in a way that God then rebuilds in a better alignment with what he wants me to do. It gives God an opportunity to help me let go of some things that maybe I needed to let go of. The fourth one for me is a big one, this idea of our family of origin, our history, how we grew up. If you grew up and perhaps you were in a family where there was some dysfunction and some lack of control, then we grasp everything and try to control it because by controlling it, then maybe we can bring some peace to it. And now we're trying to let go of control and let God have it, which brings us to the fifth one. We often have a history and a memory of past betrayals, and we have to recognize that trusting in God is not dependent upon whether past family members, authority figures, friends, church members, the church itself betrayed us, because God is above all of those things. We often have a an image of God as an angry, demanding father figure that is punishing and looking for opportunities to call us out and punish us for anything that goes wrong. And that's the distorted image of God that I think is a sixth reason that we often struggle. The seventh is probably one of the biggest in today's world, lack of setting aside time for stillness and silence and reflection. And I'm really bad about this one, too. I try to have a regular time for this, but it's funny because when I most need it is when things are the most chaotic, which is also the time I'm least likely to do it. It's a dangerous feedback loop. The eighth one I've talked about before on the show is one of my big things that I have to deal with, and that's the idea of perfectionism. Using excellence and neatness and cleanness and perfection of all things as an excuse for not wanting to let go, as if somehow God's view of perfection isn't the one we should be striving for. And God's view of perfection, I don't think, is a superficial level view of perfection, but looking at the deeper reality. I think also we struggle with the ninth, the limited view of what it means to let go, that this isn't something we do for the moment, but it's something you have to do every hour of every day over and over again. I don't think we ever arrive at this point. And then the 10th is denial, the fact that at some point we pass on everything that we have control over Whether we want to or not, at some point, those things are out of our control. And if we recognize that, it makes it easier to give up that control. Because you see, what it means to trust in God, do anything. It's not don't have plans. It's not don't take action. It's not sitting aside and sitting to one side with everything you do and just doing nothing. I think that's one of the mistakes we make. We think of faith in God as God will take care of it. And God will take care of it. But usually the way God takes care of it is through the hands and feet and action of us humans. And so if we just sit back and go, God will take care of it, and we do nothing, then nothing happens. That doesn't mean it depends on us, as in we have to be the ones to bear the responsibility or to bear the burden, 
Instead, it just means that we have to be listening to what God is calling us to do. And sometimes what we're called to do is to act and to do, and other times what we're called to do is to sit and be still and be quiet and wait. And it's discerning the difference between those, the action and the non-action that I think we struggle with, because I always want to do. And when God's calling on me to wait and be quiet and let something happen, or when God's letting me know that maybe something needs to be torn down or let go of or allow something that maybe I really care about, something that's really important to me, and it's time to let it die or let it struggle so that it can be born again even stronger. When that happens, that's when it's hard to let go and trust God. That's when it's hard to wait on the sideline and feel like you're really doing what you're called to do. But that's also the time that it's the most important to do it. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor. Go over to facebook.com slash inspired stewardship and like our Facebook page and mark it that you'd like to get notifications from us so that we can connect with you on Facebook and make sure that we're serving you to the best of our abilities with time and tips there. Until next time, invest your time, your talent, and your treasures, develop your influence, and impact the world.